Welcome to Alternative Fund Insight, exploring the trends and meeting the personalities driving hedge funds and private markets. This episode is brought to you in association with the Independent Research Forum, enabling professional investors to access a wide range of high-quality independent research through a diverse group of hand-picked providers. For more information, visit independentresearchforum.com. This week we are taking a deep dive into the CLO market with fund manager Shiloh Bates, CIO at US firm Flat Rock Global and author of a recently published book about his strategy. CLO Investing discusses the resurgence of CLOs following the global financial crisis of 0809 and the reasons behind their recent strength. I started by asking Shiloh about his background in the industry and how he got into the CLO business. So I started my career, uh, it was a little bit over 20 years ago. Uh, I did the investment banking program at, uh, at Wells Fargo. Mm. Um, but, but after two years, I transitioned uh, to working uh, for CLO managers. Um, and so that job is really picking the, the best loans uh, to go into the CLOs. And then uh, a little bit over 10 years ago, I started investing in CLO securities uh, directly. So primarily CLO equity and CLO uh, double Bs. And I've basically been in the, in the market as one of the, I think one of the larger players uh, for a little bit over, over a decade now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then in terms of, you know, Flat Rock Global, uh, we, were, we were founded uh, about seven years ago. We're a boutique uh, credit manager. Um, you know, we like uh, middle market loans, and our, you know, we have three different funds that provide exposure to middle market loans, either through loans owned directly or loans owned <clears throat> through the CLO structure, uh, be it through the double B security uh, or or the equity. Uh, and then, yeah, to to your point, I, I finished. A book on investing in CLO uh, securities uh, last year, and uh, you know, for us uh, as a firm, part of <clears throat> part part of my job. I mean, I spend most of my day investing, but you know, a smaller part of it is just kind of educating people on the CLO market because I think CLO securities offer very attractive uh, risk-adjusted returns mm-hmm. uh, for people who are willing to you know kind of take the time to uh, uh, understand the investments. Sure. Well, congratulations on the book. Not many hedge fund managers have written uh, books, that's for sure. And it's especially interesting to to focus on the subject, you know, collateralized loan obligations had a terrible time in the wake of the financial crisis of 08. Last few years have seen something of a comeback. So obviously the, the timing's quite good, partly a factor in the release of the book. But could you maybe explain the the journey that the, the asset class, the strategy has been on and now why it's particularly a good moment now? Yeah. So when I started in the, in the CLO business, uh, again, this is a little bit over 20 years ago, uh, the total CLO AUM was about $6 billion, mm. uh, And there were uh, six different CLO managers. Uh, and, and today, there's over a trillion in in CLOs, and there's you know 100 to 150 managers, kind of depending on how you how you do the calc. Mm-hmm. And so I think that 
that growth has really been driven <clears throat> by by a few things. So, uh, you know, one is I think pretty good performance of CLO securities uh, on a buy and hold basis. Uh, you know, really for the last you know 25, 25 years, mm. I think that's part of it. Uh, CLOs provide exposure to actively managed um, exposure to first lien senior secured loans, uh, which you know fortunately default rarely, uh, and when they do default. You get back, you know, two thirds of your money uh, on average, hmm. and and I think the other thing is that you know CLO securities are almost exclusively floating rate, so um, there's no kind of interest rate, a duration risk uh, that 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 you're taking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that really surprises people about CLOs is that you know if you would have bought a CLO uh, equity piece in 2007, uh, for example, and held it all the way through call it its nine, nine or 10 year life, uh, the IRRs were in the, you know, 30% uh, area. Mm -hmm. And that, that's surprising to a lot of people. So, well, what happened during the GFC is that, you know, CLO equity would have traded down dramatically, uh, you know, along with, uh, you know, the S&P 500 and, and high yield and, and other asset classes. Um, but CLO, <clears throat> CLOs are unique in that they have this reinvestment period of, you know, what's today, four to five years. And during that time, as loans prepay a par, the CLO goes out uh, and buys new loans in the market. And, and what happens in a period of economic uncertainty is that on the one hand, you expect the default rate, you know, potentially to increase mm -hmm. uh, on the CLO's loans, which, which is negative for you as an equity investor, uh, for sure. Um, but at the same time, loans are constantly prepaying, uh, even in you know, markets where, you know, perhaps rates, financing rates are, are up. Yeah. And the, the ability to buy discounted loans over time has been really material uh, for, for the asset class. So that's that's something kind of, you know, unique, uh, I think, to, to CLOs and a very, you know, positive uh, attribute. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, how big do you think the market could get if it's over a trillion dollars now? I know FlatRock manages, what what is it, about 800 million you know how big could this market be? Yeah, so the the total loan market. Well, so there, there's two different kinds of CLOs. Um, one is CLOs backed by broadly syndicated or traded loans. Uh, so these are loans, call it a billion uh, in in size and up. They might be underwritten by like a J.P. Morgan or a Bank of America, and then they're sold to you know literally hundreds of buyers in the market. So so that's the the syndicated uh, loan business, and then um, then there's also like middle market CLOs, which is of particular uh, interest to to us at FlatRock. Um, that's going to be you know CLOs backed by companies with call it two hundred to four hundred million of revenue. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so material businesses, um, you know, with an important product and service in the economy, but you know. A name that's probably not going to ever make it in, into the Wall Street Journal, uh, yeah. for, for example. So, like by by our estimates, like if you, if you kind of combine these two markets, uh, it's about three trillion of AUM. So it's split, you know, relatively even evenly, with you know half being middle market and the other half being broadly syndicated or, or, or traded loans. So I think I think that's the cap. Um, I don't think the market, I think the market will continue to grow. Um, but, you know, one, one of the challenges that we've had 
over the last call it call it two years is that um, the loans that go into CLOs are usually created in a in a leveraged buyout. Mm -hmm. uh, so private equity firm like Aries or Apollo or KKR, they're buying a company. They believe in the company's prospects for revenue growth and and cash flow growth uh, over time. And, you know, they write a check for around 50% uh, of the purchase price. Uh, and, and the remaining 50%, it might come from a first lien senior secured loan, like one that that ends up in, in, in a CLO. Mm. Well, what we've seen over the last two years is that M&A activity and LBO activity is, is way down. Uh, and so the creation of these loans is also down. And that's a function of the fact that real, really, I'd say, say it's two things. So one is that any potential seller of a business, you know, uh, either sold in 2021 at a, at a very good price or held on to the business and is still, you know, potentially anchored to what they think the business was worth in 2021. Yeah. Uh, and any private equity firm buying a company today is looking to, you know, acquire businesses, you know, probably more cheaply. And so there's kind of a, there's a bid ask. Mm -hmm. uh, market and um, you know just it, it's wide and you know a lot of businesses just aren't transacting and then the other the other part of it is just interest rates so uh, as as SOFR has gone from basically you know around zero to now five and a quarter the uh, the financing cost of the first lien loan is is much higher and so it's it's harder to make the private equity returns kind of kind of pencil out yeah uh, in their, uh in their acquisitions yeah yeah okay interesting i mean this ties into a theme where that you know there's so much talk about credit opportunities at the moment um we've seen a total change in the equity market outlook in the past two or three years um much more uh volatility on that side as you mentioned you know clos can offer that equity like return but in a in a credit format Maybe you could talk a bit about the interest you're seeing in this space, how you're positioning yourself to investors and what kind of risks investors have to bear in mind with CLOs. Yeah, sure. So an investor in CLO equity, uh, so they're, they're going to receive, the easiest way to think about a CLO is that it's a simplified bank. So mm. the bank has, you know, 500 million of, of assets. The assets, again, you know, are first lien senior secured loans. <clears throat> and that's that pool of loans is financed with 10% uh, to, to a little bit more in, in equity and, and the remainder is borrowed uh, you know, from the bond market with floating rate securities that are rated AAA down to down to double B. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> the attraction of CLO equity again similar similar to a bank is that it's you collect the profitability of the CLO each quarter. Uh, if you're if you're an equity investor, that that flows through to you. And fortunately, the interest rate that you earn on the loans is significantly higher than uh, your financing costs. So mm -hmm. that that creates the the profitability for the CLO equity investor. Now the CLO equity investor is on the hook uh, for any loan losses. Uh, it's in the it's in the first loss uh, position. Um, so, so that's the risk they're taking, but you know, it's not a uh, it's not a unknowable risk. I mean, there's 30 years of track record for 
uh, the asset class, the leverage loan asset class. And you can look back <clears throat> over that time. And, you know, our, our math is that on average, 2% of loans default each year and their recovery is, you know, pretty, pretty close to 70. And so when I tell our investors that we're targeting mid-teens to high-teen returns uh, on our investments, um, that's really net of the losses that we're expected to take as a CLO equity investor. Mm -hmm. uh, so said a different way, um, you know, there's going to be 200 plus loans in a CLO and no CLO manager, uh, at least that I've met, uh, you know, goes 200 for 200. Uh, so yep. these are single B rate of the loans, uh, you know, they're not investment grade and <clears throat> occasionally they, they default. And so like in all of our profitability uh, projections, we assume this 2% default rate. And, and one of my goals is to find CLO managers uh, that, you know, outperform on that metric. So ha have lower losses than, than, than the 2%. But for each CLO security that, that we buy, we do bake in this projection for some loan losses you could think of it as a loan loss reserve. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're hoping that loan losses come in below the loan loss reserve. Uh, but one of the other kind of kind of key things to, to, to know about CLOs, just, just to be clear, is that you know, at Flyrock, we're not a CLO manager. Um, so we buy uh, CLO uh, securities. Uh, we buy them from investment banks who create CLOs in the primary market. Mm -hmm. We buy CLO securities in the secondary um, from CLO traders, uh, also working for for investment banks. But the the CLO, all the loans are are put together by by a CLO manager. And again, it's some of the uh, some of the biggest CLO managers are the publicly traded alternative uh, asset managers. So again, Aries Apollo KKR, they all have you know CLO groups, uh, and and that team. We'll put together, you know, the initial 500 million of loans and keep the CLO fully invested during the reinvestment period and and keep the CLO passing uh, all of its tests. So, we pay CLO managers, you know, call it 40 to 50 basis points uh, per year uh, yeah. to do that for us. And one of my jobs is to find CLO securities, you know, managed by guys who we think are the best. Uh, in, in the business in terms of CLO management. Um, and and that, that's a key component for uh, getting good returns from uh, CLO securities. Okay, so that's that's the, that's the key to, to Flat Rock's approach, I guess. I was looking at headlines in the CLO space of the last year or two, and uh, Howard Marks, the founder of Oak Tree, has been one of the, the high-profile um, managers speaking very positively so the approach differs slightly from firms like Oak Tree. So I think there's maybe maybe two distinctions I would draw for how how we manage our our business in a in approach investing. So one of the things that many people do if they like CLO uh, equity is that they find one manager, you know, one one manager out of the hundred, and they say, okay, I, I really like you. Uh, I'm going to commit to do the next four of your deals. Uh, we'll do a, you know, a GPLP fund and you can call the capital uh, over time. Mm -hmm. And so we think that's definitely, you know, not a, not a great way to, to approach the market because by, by contrast, 
Um, you know, I'm investing, you know, I can choose, you know, one of a hundred plus managers, uh, every day is, is a new day and, and we can, you know, use data to make that, that, that decision. Um, but there's over a thousand different CLO securities out there. Um, so it, it's a big market. And if you kind of commit to doing just four CLO equity pieces with one manager, I mean, that, that's the smallest possible slice of the market that mm-hmm. you're committing to. Now it could work out. I mean, it, it could be that that manager and those four deals or whatever it is to do great. I mean, obviously the CLO equity pieces you buy will be highly correlated uh, to, to each other. Um, but that would, that would be like, you know, if you manage a tech fund and you say, Hey, I'm going to do the next, the next four Jeffries, you know, tech IPOs. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. Maybe, maybe that works at the, at the end of the day, but you know, we have, if you, you know, look in our portfolios, I mean, it's, it's a diversified by CLO manager uh, in vintage and, and some other metrics uh, that, that we'd focus on. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that kind of like differentiates us at, at FireRock is that um, we have an expertise uh, in, in middle market lending. And so we, you know, I've been uh, part of a firm with a significant middle market lending effort, you know, for the last uh, the last 10 plus years. And what we like about middle market loans is that um, we think the initial kind of loan to value is attractive. We get um, covenant packages on all the loans. So that means before a company, if a company becomes stressed, you know, before it misses a principal and interest payment, we're usually uh, already at the table with the borrower, you know, working through the best possible uh, solution. And then in uh, in the broadly syndicated or traded loan market, uh, and I'm happy to go go into some detail here if you'd like. But loan recoveries have um, been kind of trending downwards, mm-hmm. and in the middle market, we're still expecting recoveries, you know, around the the seventy percent uh, area. Yeah. So that's one reason why the opportunity in that space is particularly good now, I guess, relative to others. So, so that's right. So like over the last two years, like what's been really kind of interesting uh, to us is middle market uh, CLO equity, uh, you know, created created in the primary market uh, by who, you know, managed by who we think are some of the best uh, middle market managers out there. Uh, that's been the opportunity for the last two years, yeah. in, uh, in my opinion. Cool. And I'm just going back to the book. So um, who is your prospective audience? Uh, who, who is going to be buying the book? Yeah, so I wrote it for anybody who's interested in CLOs and has, you know, the most basic, you know, financial uh, background. So what I, I try to do is I strip out, there's a fair amount of jargon in the CLO business. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess that's how we talk to each other so that we you know can sound sophisticated uh, in, in what we're doing on a day-to-day basis. But uh, I stripped all the jargon out. Um, I tried to break all the concepts down um, real, really to the, to the most basic and um you know i think you know if if somebody's interested in buying clo securities or investing in a clo fund uh there's i think valuable information in there whether you're you know potentially buying a triple a rated clo security which is going to be the most safe and secure to you know targeting equity like returns at the bottom part of the, the clo capital stack Sure. And uh, finally, did anything surprise you when you were writing the book? 
So the one thing that surprised me was that, uh, you know, this is the first uh, book uh, that, that I've written. And um, I think uh, this will sound maybe funny for somebody who studied uh, a lot of mathematics in, in graduate school, but I found that when I was 90% of the way done with a book, at least in my mind, I was really only halfway done. And and the reason is that, you know, the, the last part of finishing a book you know, making sure there's no um, no typos, making sure all the graphics you know have the same format, mm. um, making sure every kind of concept ties together in, in the way you want. You know, after kind of reading what you've written, you know, ten ten or more times, uh, that that was pretty. That last ten percent uh, took took quite a bit of time. Yeah, uh, and for, fortunately, I you know I had some folks both at Flat Rock uh, and external that that helped. Uh, and, and that was great. Nice one again on the book and really good to discuss the CLO market and opportunity with you today. I really enjoyed it. Happy to chat anytime. Thanks to Shiloh. If you haven't already, please follow AFI on LinkedIn and sign up to our free newsletter at alternativefundinsight.com, providing an essential weekly update for senior hedge fund industry decision makers. If you are looking for more information about hedge fund launches, performance or other business intelligence, please consider membership. Contact me for sample content or a demo of what AFI offers. That's it for now. Until next time on Alternative Fund Insight.